Before you uh, listen to this podcast, I just want to tell you that it is recorded outside and there are birds chirping. If that ruins your experience, I will caution you now to not listen to it. Or, um, for me, I think the best way to listen to this um, was just with my phone. Um, They're my phone speakers, not my headphone speakers. But you are allowed to listen to it any way you want. Okay. Thank you. Also, be sure to listen to the end of the podcast where I issue an Instagram challenge, which I don't do because oftentimes I think Instagram challenges are weird. But it just gives you something to do. There you go. Hello, everyone. Um, Welcome to Folk Talk uh, with me, Carly Townsend. This is my seventh episode. Um... And this episode is different from all of my other episodes. I do not have a guest today. Um, So I've named the title, as you can see, My Friend Self-Isolation. Because that's, you know, what we're all hopefully doing right now at this time. Um, So I thought I would come on and... Because I usually talk about um, how people fit in... Um, in a community, or how socially we kind of interact and how that impacts our lives and how our lives impact how we um, socially work in a community and how we socially fit in, I thought I would come in and for the first half of this episode I wanted to talk about how um, from this point on this affects us as a community. and the only way I can do that, of course, is talking about my own opinion. So it's it's basically just me rambling on about um, this social isolation and how that affects me and how that affects um, kind of, I guess, all of us. Um, so for the first half, I'm going to be talking about my experiences um, was being kind of isolated from uh, our little corner of the world, which it's odd because I didn't think we could get any more isolated than we already were, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like, we we do come from a small town, so it's, it's isolating already. I, I feel as though you know, I'm not as connected as most people are in big cities and all of that stuff. Okay, this is the third time I'm recording this. In this bit of time, there was a plane that came in and ruined my audio. So, here's a little recap of what I said. I was talking about how um, I didn't think that it could get any more isolated because my small town is so isolated from the actual world. And then I started talking about how... um, how oftentimes we are so caught up in self-individualism that we don't really care about anyone other's freedoms. And I broke it down into steps. And the first step was in denial, which happened a lot in the first week. That's where the self-freedom comes from. And where I talk about how we're just really entitled to think that our health is far more important than other people's health. So that's why I say, yay us, because it took us a week to realize that it's important (laughs) yay us i guess it took us a week but yay us um 
the first, you know, step that I saw was people, I, I talked about this in my last episode, um, which, my god, was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe, two weeks? It feels so much longer than it is, but I especially feel this with Americans, but now looking at, you know, some of the videos coming from the UK <laughs> and some of the videos from uh, a bunch of places in the world, us humans... Uh, through our generations, we have become accustomed to um, individualized freedom. Everything that we want, we get. Um, now it is in the matter of seconds, in the matter of um, how far of a distance is it to drive to the latest store or... Um, oh, I saw a cardinal. Sorry. <laughs> I'm outside, by the way. If you couldn't tell by the birds. Um... I'm sorry if the birds dis disrupt this experience. I thought it would be nice. And also, I just... If this encourages some of you to go outside, then, you know what? That's fine. I'm... Just go outside sometimes, you know? Don't infect anyone, but... Get outside, y'all. I need to stop rambling on. So, the thing about... Um, this... Thing that I'm talking about where people can get everything in the close proximity and the how like fast you can get it it then leads to this sense of entitlement and I do talk about this a lot but it is something that we need to talk about because I mean as we're seeing it unfold now people think that a disease that cannot be given to them or a disease that will not show up in them is uh, well, as Fox News put it, a hoax, or they think it is unimportant because it'll just kill off the old people or the immuno immunocompromised people, um, which is, oh, hello, there's a fly, okay, which is absolutely crazy. If you think about it, uh, we have kind of turned to the society where it's like, we do not care about the, um, we do not care about the overall survival. Editor Carly here again. Um, I thought that filming outside would be a fun, joyous experience. It, it was just a loud one. Um, so, right here, I begin to talk about, it's crazy that we've evolved to this because the prime reason for most species to or live, is to keep their species continuing. So, that's the aspect of why they continue to produce, obviously. They want their species to continue, as scientifically most species want to do, because it's just by nature, but it's odd that we've kind of taken these actions to devoid that, which I thought was an odd comparison. So that's all I said. Which is, which is upsetting. I know I know that now it's kind of different. We are, we're a week into this um, as of today, which I believe is... Um, Jesus Christ, is it March 25th? I think so. If it's not, I'm sorry, but I can't. I don't know what day it is. <laughs> Another side effect. But as of March 25th, we instead of going back next week, we are going back April 24th, um, so, 
it's it's now kind of known between all of us that you know this is important and we have taken some action to um, subside the virus um, which is good so that was the first step the first step it's kind of like the first step of grief really but you know denial of how bad it really is and how bad it can get um, because of our own entitlement because we've been raised that you know we should continue to have these individualized freedoms um, over everyone else's freedom to be safe and healthy um, which we have taking a, we're taking a turning point which I hope so um, but the second step that I saw um, which probably all of you have heard from you know conversations with your your aunts and uncles and every grown up in a 10 mile radius they'll tell you that um, people are stocking up on toilet paper <laughs> people are stocking up on everything the essentials um, you know which obviously that was going to happen but it's kind of odd um, because like people again that entitlement that you know me over them kind of uh, fight is that they need to have they need to be okay and they need to be living before you know the next person on the side of the street does because again there's this like self-importance that it's so and it's so weird it's just I don't know I mean I don't know so that was like the first two steps that I saw in the beginning of last week where I was like oh this is really worrying to see that now there is this global pandemic you really see like the um social consciousness of the people around us <laughs> and how um how cutthroat people can be in times of need um and then we kind of get into the third step that I think we're on now, which is now people are taking it seriously, they're quarantining. I I, I want to specify real quick the phrase quarantining. Um, I have seen, it, it. we refer to it as social distancing. Self-isolating is when you are a carrier and you isolate, and then someone said that quarantining is when you are sick. So I'm going to try to say social distancing as much as I can, just for the terminology, but sometimes I do say isolating because I feel like, in the sense of the term, you know, that's essentially what we're doing, we're isolating. But I have heard now that people are trying to refer to it as physical distancing rather than social because we still want to be social, which is like, okay, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm on that train, I'll do that. Um, so now we are on to that step that we value the importance of this and we are going forward with it, which is nice. But now we have gone into the uh, beautiful state of boredom and um, horrendous state of maybe going back or going more deep into some of these uh, mental potholes, um, which, again, it's very tough. Um, I got a lot of questions, which I'm going to be answering later on, about how do I 
you know, remain happy? How do I, like, how do I keep hopeful? And how, how do I deal with uh, a mental illness that thrives off of isolation? Um, and of course, I'm not an expert. <laughs> I'm, I'm in no way an expert. So I, I don't want to comment um, on things I do not know. But I will just say from my perspective, because that's all I really can do. Um, I do have the doctor's book of home remedies, but I do not believe that's very um, scientific or substantial enough to help you. Um, but you know, maybe we're looking at. It also gave a cure for cellulite, which I'm like, that's not really a hopeful or credible source because why? And also, why? Um, <laughs> so these are kind of the steps that I've seen in our community that we've taken and I feel like everyone globally has done that too um so I want to talk about the effect of social distancing on a um individual account so um there's this weird thing that I'm seeing currently where random and I think it's I uh, I'm in, I'm in two minds about it. Um, people, you know, random people that you haven't really talked to in a long time coming to talk to you again. And it's, it's weird because it's like, I do want to have, you know, social communication with these people, but then at, at times, (laughs) um, I'm just going to be very blunt about it, I guess. Um, girls know that sometimes guys (laughs) that we talk to will come back and try to start up something, a conversation, because, you know, as humans, we all want that kind of affection, and it's odd, because it's like, I don't know where this came from, and I don't know how to go about it, um, so I just wanted to mention this, because I think it's a really funny thing about quarantine, is that, like, we are coming to terms with, like, this new type of fuckboy, I guess, which is, like, the, the, the quarantine fuckboy which I think is the, the the funniest hashtag please use it um, because I just I think it's really funny I took a sip of my tea because you know um, <laughs> uh, which I know that was probably pretty juvenile to talk about but if that brought you a little bit of joy and a little chuckle then there you go. Have a little have a little chuckle there. Um, so, uh, the thing that I want to talk about um, with the tad bit of um, mental health and stuff, there are some questions and I'll answer them when they come, but as a blanket statement, if you do find yourself going back into a state of depression during this, or do you, or you find yourself going back into, um, you know, symptoms of a mental illness that you've had before, or if you have a mental illness and it starts getting worse, I would advise you to reach out to a professional, um, and I know at these times especially it's very hard to do that when, you know, a lot of times it costs a lot of money to reach out to people, um, reach out to, you know, your friends and your family, um, or just people in general that you know would be there and listen to you. If you need 
you know, professional help, I advise you to go get it. If that's even just calling uh, a hotline, if that's just, you know, for me, I had a therapist that I no longer am with anymore, but I still have her number. And I will text her every so often and be like, hey, can I just talk to you about this? Um, And that's really helped me a lot just because I have someone that, you know, can instantly talk to me um, if she's available. And that's always a really good thing. Um, So because Folk Talk is about um, social interaction, uh, I want to talk about how now do we go about socially interacting with people and obviously the first thing that comes to mind is social media um so we have a lot of good resources for that it's weird because i am i'm often in conflict about how i feel about social media i don't like it a lot because i feel like it's just a form of um distracting (laughs) myself um and not being very productive and Obviously, there's a lot of issues about um, your view on the internet and how that reflects your actual self. But in times like these, uh, we have to give social media credit. I and also just just phones in general, like just messaging people. It's it's the nicest thing. Um, I started <laughs> I started having a conversation with my coworker because we usually see each other every weekend, and now we aren't because. Um, my work, although still um, deemed as an essential business, we are not working together anymore. We've gone, my boss referred to it as a skeleton crew, so we only have two people working each day. Um, and so my coworker, <laughs> me and her work um, weekends, but on separate days, so we no longer see each other. And it's funny because now we're starting a conversation that we would would have during work but um now it's gone over uh message so it's really funny because instead of being like oh how are you doing when i get to work it's like oh how are you doing when i I get up and see my phone in the morning um which it's it's never going to replicate an actual conversation which i think that is what is so saddening because we have the loss of actual conversation but I do I do think that you know facetiming and another thing how many of you have actually had a friend where you've just called them up for no reason and just had a conversation with them I started doing that last year when I would just call people up and not often because I too have a lot of anxiety and so I'll just text people because I'm scared of (laughs) calling um but I oftentimes, I'm just like, you know, how, how much do we waste not taking the time to, like, call people and just having instant reactions and hearing their voice? Because there's something very, very special about that. That's the reason why we like podcasts so much or we like having conversations, even if it's, you know, the worst conversation in the world. So, yeah, I suppose just, like, give someone a ring, honestly. Um... Also, I want to talk about social interaction. There's something else that I find really personal. So I find phone calls really personal because not only it's the conversation, but it's your it's your voice that's very personal. And I think also writing letters. Guys, I know that I am a grandma at heart. 
I love letters so much and it's like such a simple gesture because a lot of these letters they don't have like profound information in them that I could use anywhere else no it's just like hey how are you doing here's my handwriting I love that stuff I absolutely adore that stuff and I know that a lot of people out there adore that too um so yes there's so many like different avenues that you can go down to that are not just social media you do not have to feel like your phone is the only way for you to be normal um in times like these and I want everyone to remember that there's so many other ways if you I mean I've been seeing videos of people (laughs) in cars that'll drive up I'm not recommending this by the way because I don't want too many people to do this and then it's like the opposite of what we want to achieve but people in cars (laughs) they'll come by someone's house and they'll just stand like in their yard or something and they'll just be like hey how are you doing and then the person from the door will be like I'm good how are you you know if you live in a suburban area you live in a neighborhood I guess do that you know if you're bored if you feel like it I actually okay this is a tangent that I shouldn't be on that I'm gonna do it because what else do you have to do am I right anyways um (laughs) I want to say something I think the concept of parades are really hilarious like why did we come up with that why did we think that it was a good idea and I'm not talking about like parades like oh everyone's there walking singing celebrating I'm talking about like parades with like cars you know like I guess to show off the cars I understand that but like this is my proclamation for anyone that lives in a neighborhood right now and wants to do something if you have like a neighborhood group chat why don't you all say like on a Sunday afternoon or like in the mid of mid of the day when nobody has anything to do you all get in your cars <laughs> and you drive around in a little circle in your neighborhood and have a parade why not like let's be creative about this whole situation i i think parades are fun i don't understand them but like we like that's the parade that i'm talking about drive around in your cards. I feel like that'd be so funny and that'd be so ridiculous that everyone would be like why are we doing this but this is hilarious yeah we throw candy out to children don't do that yeah don't don't do that don't do that um but have a parade look at me giving you all these fun ideas to do so before I get into the Q&A um I'm going to talk about my experience um with this all how am I doing Um, so, first let me say that I'm an introvert, um, as you can probably tell. I, the first week, and I've seen this with (laughs) uh, a lot of my other friends that are introverts, the first week it was fine. I, to be honest with all of you, I felt really guilty because that week was like the best I've ever felt in a while. Um, I would go out and I'd have like my daily walk and... I would, like, meditate, and I ate really healthy, and I would read, and I'd write, and all that stuff. Um, So, it was really fun for me. It was really worrying, obviously, because I was listening to the news, and I was watching, you know, the death rates and the cases go up in Italy, and seeing, if any of you have seen the picture of Iran, um, with the the dead bodies lying up, that is, it's 
terrifying. And I don't want to say that I, I felt the best ever that I have in my life. Um, I felt really guilty for all of that. But I did feel like that time alone was what I needed. Now we're going to the second week. And um, I am starting to feel that kind of um, boredom. And it's not so much of a boredom as I don't know what to do. It's a boredom of what am I... Like, how is my time... How am I using my time? Am I doing it effectively? Is this helping me in any way? So, that's that's kind of how I am. Um, I've been trying to distance myself a lot, but I do work. <laughs> so, I feel kind of guilty about that too, but I still need to make money. Um, because... As Hosier once said in an unreleased song, everything is going up with the wages. And <laughs> I want that song to come out. So Hosier, if, every list, if you ever listen to this, please release But The Wages. And if you're listening to this as a regular listener and not Hosier, please look up But The Wages by, by Hosier. It's unreleased, but it's a great fucking song. Um, I also want to just say to anyone that is listening to this, they're not doing anything, they're just listening to this, get out a notepad some paper or get out your phone because I'm going to request a lot not request this isn't like a DJ situation but I'm going to give you a lot of things <laughs> in which you can listen to or watch or read so get it out because the first thing I want you to put down is but the wages by Hosier it's fantastic um anyways I'm gonna go on lots of tangents but so yes I'm still I still well, last week, it was different. Um, I was working, and I, and I, it was weird because I work in a very nice place. I work at Garden Treasures, if you know where that is, um, filled with plants and flowers and herbs and beautiful things. And it was weird because I kept, you know, all of my friends were telling me about how bored they were, how isolated they were, how dark and dreary they believed everything was and while I was going to work and I was seeing all of this stuff and you know this is where the guilt comes in um it's a very weird experience seeing people especially at my work I'm, I'm inspired and also very frightened of people that came in and they're so optimistic still and they're telling me, you know, it's great that you guys are still in business because it gives us something to do. <laughs> it, it, it helps us plant and produce our own foods and stuff like that. And so that was, that, you know, that was my hope for the week <laughs> of, you know, if the world is burning and crashing, um, we still have plants. So <laughs> that's my, that's my hope. Um. Other than that, um, there's a lot of realizations that I think people are going through, uh, reflecting on. Because we have all of this alone time to ourselves, now we realize, like, who we actually are. Um, I remember someone in my class saying, you know, people hate being alone because that is the time where they have to, like, fully be with themselves and understand, like, oh, I do this because I'm this way or I feel this certain way. So, it's been weird. It's been weird realizing, like little things about myself that I do um for example I 
<laughs> I mean, as most teens do. Um, I'm not quirky or individual by doing this, but uh, instead of instead of like doing actual productive tasks or just tasks in general, I'll just fall asleep, and then all of my day is consumed by the backs of my eyelids. So it's not really fun. Um, but I still. I mean, I'm doing okay, everyone. <laughs> um, you know, if you'd like to talk to me about how you're doing, do it. What's stopping you? And don't be afraid to, like, ask anyone or tell anyone how you're doing. Because a lot of us just want to feel normal. And maybe a conversation about this would make a lot of people feel normal and heard. So, now I am on to the questions that I received on Instagram. Um, these two were very similar. One obviously has more degrees to it. Um, the first one was how to stay happy when you have to be physically isolated from your friends. And then another one that said how to deal with social distancing while having mental illness that gets worse when isolated. Um, again, as I said before, I'm not an expert. <laughs> um, I cannot tell you um, how to properly diagnose or deal with mental illness because I do not have that degree. Um, but I do want to say, you know, the universal things that usually help us um, with situations of mental health is talking to people. We, um, we are physically isolated at this time, but we do not have to feel as though we are, um, you know, mentally isolated from everyone around us. We do not have to feel like we're alone, even though we're isolated. Reach out to people if you can. I know that physically having someone is so much different and will never be replicated, but we do need to keep trying. I've noticed that the common thing people miss is a routine because they would get up and they would have their breakfast, they'd put their clothes on, they'd go somewhere, you know, they would do these activities and then come home from school and they had a routine and that was the best thing for them. Um, what I recommend is trying to stay similar with that routine and that's not everything with that routine not getting up at five in the morning you don't have to do that anymore rest a little bit um but you know wake up generally maybe maybe an hour later than you did you know wake up take a shower brush your teeth get some breakfast you know maybe change your clothes i wanted to see if this was a real thing or maybe i'm just a slob but how many people are listening to this and have not uh, change their clothes within the matter of like four days um message me <laughs> i want to make i want to see like a percentage of people of how many people did not because i did not change until maybe today i did not i had the same clothes on for about four days um because it's just it's so much easier anyways <laughs> a little weird thing um a lot of things we kind of we kind of push ourselves to do productive things to do things that um fucking geese <laughs> what the fuck i have to keep that somewhere that was hilarious um are you gonna stop stop it they're like so much. 
Sometimes you guys are cute and like nice sounding, but this is too much. I don't want to stop it because I want to keep this going. I'm just gonna check my phone. <laughs> Okay, it sounds a bit better now. Um, but a lot of people, we tend to say, do things that you know at the end will make you happy, even if it's like long and a grueling process. When you're having these episodes, I, I advise you to do things that are simple and easy. Like maybe just going for a walk, or, you know, putting some calming music on, or writing down how you're feeling in a journal even if the right if even if it's not like i feel this way because i you know blah blah blah. like even if it's just something like i feel like a turd it's okay write it down it'll help you just because you know that somewhere you you're being heard even if it's in a journal um and a lot of times i want to advise people to continue to try to get outside and continue with that routine if that's what is upsetting you um but again as i said earlier if you need help there's there's hotlines and there's people that you can actually talk to um also um i would say for me going outside I feel like a lot of times we spend time inside and it's not the fact of you need sunlight it's the fact of sometimes we feel more together as a community and together as like people if we are outside and we notice that you know I'm not confined to this one area um so that a lot of times I'll just like go outside even if I'm I don't have anything to do but I'll just go outside and realize that I'm not I'm not confined to my house you know, um, so that was those questions, I hope that helped, I also talked a lot about, um, how to stay socially connected earlier, those are some of my thoughts, and I think that applies to here too, um, what's the go-to anti-board movies, <laughs> I saw the question, I was like, that's hilarious, but also I want to know, like, what are the go-to board movies, I, I'm going to tell you something, and I love Ferris Bueller, don't get me wrong, but if you're bored and then you watch Ferris Bueller, you will get more bored. There's something about that, like, this, like, the cinematography of that is really slow, but I think it's really funny. But yeah, no, Ferris Bueller, love that movie. It does, uh, don't go to it. That is the, that is the go-to bored movie. It's really funny at the end. It's just, I don't know, there's something about it that it's really slow. Um do watch for me okay i am a big horror fan so i just watched the ring the other day on netflix and that was a really good movie just because of the story i love like stories and that one the ring is actually based on um japanese folklore and there's actually a japanese um movie i think it's ringu so my advice not only watch the ring but watch the japanese version with subtitles um, and there's a lot of horror movies with um, original Japanese versions. Um, like, The Grudge was actually a Japanese horror movie. Um, 
which they they vary a lot from the American counterpart because Americans we like to um, expand on things and then not expand on other things that would not make our movie um, get paid more. So yes, I suggest uh, The Grudge, The Ring, and the Japanese counterparts because it's always fun to see like where movies actually originate. The Ring also has a sequel, which I think is really fun. There's a quote in that one at the end that says, I'm not your mommy, bitch. Which I'm like, why? But also hilarious. Um, I haven't watched it, but my family is a big horror movie fan. Family, so we watch a lot of horror films. Um, <laughs> also on Netflix, there is the Scream trilogy. I think there's a fourth one, but it's not as good because it doesn't have like some of the original cast. So I recommend watching Scream <laughs> 1, 2, and 3. Um, you really only have to watch Scream 1 to get the gist, but if you're feeling in the mood to get scared and also laugh, watch Scream. Um, I think, for me, the weirdest thing is sometimes I just need a comfort movie. And I think on Twitter I saw a strand of comfort movies. And basically what these are, are these, these are movies that you've seen multiple times. But... You've, you watched it a lot as a kid, or maybe you just watched it a lot recently, and it's something, like, a movie that you go to that makes you happy, like, you know the lines, too. It's just, like, a good, comforting movie. Um, so I've kind of gone back to, like, those movies and how, like, in these times I just need something that's very hopeful. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna list these movies. You can watch them if you want to get to better know me, but, I mean, I don't think most of you will like them. Um, Oh, maybe you will. So, I really like this movie called Practical Magic. It's just a huge sob fest. Um, it's about witches, so uh, that's all you need to know. It's usually a Halloween movie, but it's shot in a like an island-type town, and it's really nice to look at. And there's also a part where she runs back to um, the main point of the island, where like all of the shops are, right? She runs to this guy that has like a has a trolley filled with fruit, and then the kiss by um, I think it's Faith Hills starts playing. She's running. And there's dogs behind her, and you're like, why? And then she runs up and she jumps on this man and starts kissing him. It's, it, you know, it's funny to me. So, Practical Magic has Sandra Bullock in it. Love Sandra Bullock. Um. 13 going on 30, guys, I don't care what anyone says, never mind, this list is superior, that movie slaps, okay? Jennifer Gardner is my favorite person of all time, besides, like, Hosier. Um, okay, also a lot of old movies. This is, again, a horror film, but it's a, it's, it's just fun to see where original horror ideas came from, so if you guys... <laughs> have heard of Alfred Hitchcock with Psycho. Great movie. Um, I believe that's the first ever horror film to feature a toilet, which is the oddest thing I've ever heard of. Pretty great. Um, which is funny to know that that's the first horror film to have a toilet, but also the first album cover to have a toilet was The Mamas and Papas. Another fact about toilets that I somehow know. Um, also, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I know that... Okay, there's this weird, like... Cult... 
fan base. It's not cult. It's not like a cult movie. But I, I oftentimes think that it is because there are like fans of the Wizard of Oz, of course, but then there's like the fans of Wizard of Oz that have like all of the McDonald's dolls that they used to sell. Does anyone remember that? And then like they know all of the facts about it. And I'm pretty sure I'm one of those people. The Wizard of Oz is fun to watch because if you know all the lines and you know all the backstory, it's a wonderful movie. Terrible um, story around it um, because it was the 1930s, I believe. Everything was really sad. Um, I don't know if that helps. I don't know if you guys want to watch The Wizard of Oz at this time. Um, also, older movies from my childhood I've been going back and watching because they're so dumb it's funny if any one of you have seen The Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers why was that made? but also thank you because I needed that watch that if you just want to be entertained and also scared um uh, the movie Napoleon Dynamite the movie Napoleon Dynamite with it you have to realize that it's not going to be the funny the first time unless you have that sense of humor. If you're watching Napoleon Dynamite, watch it with a group of people. And by group, I don't mean your friends, you idiots. It's social distancing time. Watch it with your family. <laughs> watch it with the people that you're social distancing with. Dummies. Just kidding. Um, but Napoleon Dynamite. It's really funny to watch. Um, if you're with a group of people. I also... Now, I like to do this thing. I don't know if people would like to do this thing, but they're, uh, I sometimes watch movies because I know they're going to be bad and I like to make fun of them. There's this horror movie called The Boy, um, which some people might like, but I think it was ridiculous. So sometimes what you can do is make a list of really bad movies and watch it with your family and just make fun of it the whole time. It's such a fun experience. Unless you're one of those people that you don't like when people talk during movies, which, you know, that's okay for you, I guess. Um, I'm just going on a rant about different movies. But that's what you wanted. You asked, and you shall receive. Um, I mean, if you want current movies that are really good. I mean, I liked 1917. Everyone loves it. I think it's only a movie that you watch once, though. Which, a lot of people will yell at me for this, but I... I recommend any Mike Myers movie, and that's on period. Like, I love him. He's hilarious. I don't love him, but I think he's hilarious. Um, oh, jeez. Mm. See, this is not a movie, but I, I have so many, like, horror things, horror um, movies and TV shows that I watch that I'm going to recommend. Okay, so most of you know Twilight Zone. But the coolest thing about the Twilight Zone is the um, the things that it inspired. So most of you have watched Jordan Peele's Us, um, which again, another movie if you want to watch. Jordan Peele, Us, great movie. But Twilight Zone, it's really cool because it was the first ever, not first ever, but it was the first TV show that really expanded on social topics. And Rod Sterling really wanted to expand on social topics. And he could not because of the commercials that were supporting him you know, that limited his use of certain things. There was one, um, and so, when I was talking about Jordan Peele and Us, there was an episode called Mirror Image on the Twilight Zone, which inspired Jordan Peele's Us, so watch that if you could. If you know about the movie Chucky, which 
only was really good for the first movie, which was Child's Play, if you didn't know that. Um, but there is a episode called Living Doll. It's called Talking Tina, which uh, it has inspired a lot of doll movies, you know, like Chucky. So, um, <laughs> there's also um, some other episodes that are really fun that I would like to share with you. Uh, the Obsolete Man is my favorite episode ever, and it it's about a government that restricts um, literature and religion. And it's really fun. There's a lot of dialogue that I love so much. Um, Eye of the Beholder is obviously a lot of people love that one. Um, Time Enough at Last, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, most of these are the really loved ones. Um, long Distance Call, which was really sad, but it's okay. Um, the Midnight Sun is really good. It's a good life. Um, if you do watch this, I want you to comment on what you think that is about, because I was watching and I was like, is this a, a thing about mental health? But I looked it up and there's no real like backstory as to what it is about it's just kind of it's just a story which is cool but also i don't know it's fun to see what people think of it um and then will the real martian please stand up <laughs> i love that one i love that one that one so there's kind of different episodes of the twilight zone that one is kind of like the weird um kooky ones kooky that's a word um but that's when special effects really came in handy for the twilight zone now if you're looking for an actual scare twilight zone maybe not will produce that for you but it will give you some insight about horror so that's fun um let's move on to the next question i could talk forever about movies and things that i like but as you will notice it will probably mostly be really dumb or um horror films so okay um, after what's the anti-go-to board movies um, <laughs> after you've done everything you can to not be bored how do you avoid feeling completely hopeless and miserable here's the thing um, here's the thing I think we're all trying to figure that out I wish I had a genuine answer I think the problem as I kind of said before, is that instead of finding things to do that keeps us, like, inspired and happy, the thing that we are missing is, uh, one, a reflection of ourselves. I would try to figure out what actually makes you happy, because not all of us will fit into something to do will make me happy. And then also, realize that, you know, we are going through a difficult time, it's okay to have these feelings. And just become, like, content with yourself and how it's going. But also realize that, like, I believe this will pass. It will definitely change us forever. Um, but as Hosier once said, there were so many more terrifying things to worry about. Um, which, <laughs> if you can find comfort in that, so be it. And also, he did not say that directly. I probably paraphrased that a lot. Um, but just know, like, this is not... Um, this is terrible, and I will admit that there's no denying that, but you do have so many, so much else to live for, I think. Um, 
after this, I think. Um, you just kind of have to do a lot of self-searching and find what really makes you happy and how to do that. Um, and you can do that. It's not as hard as a process as I think it can be. I mean, it can be, but I don't think it has to be. Just finding what makes you happy. Maybe if that's doing something. Maybe if that is, you know, listening to music or just going outside, like laying in the sun. That's not, you know, that's not technically doing something productive, but it is, you know, what you like. So you should continue to do that. And maybe that will make you feel better. Um, I probably didn't answer that. But, like, just know that, like, humans have such the capability of improvement and of lending a hand to other people and it's all on us to kind of repair and give hope to other people so are we hopeless no and I think maybe if we kind of learn to think of life as I just said previously we would feel less hopeless is we have each other so someone asked about sleep schedules which I I'm not a good um person to answer about this question because my sleep schedule has stayed relatively the same I wake up still at like 7 which um I mean I, I used to wake up at like 5 30 so it's not gone down that much um but I wake up at 7 and I usually go to sleep at like 10 or 11 um, which has stayed consistent all throughout my life. I just love sleep a lot. Um, but I do take naps, <laughs> which is annoying. But I'd say for sleep schedules, if if it is something of your interest to keep waking up at the same time, do it. Like, no one is stopping you. Even if it's not, like, the, the socially accepted thing, just do it. Like, whatever you're comfortable with doing, do it. And no one's gonna, no one's gonna yell at you. You don't have to be perfect. Um... But if staying up late and getting up late is something that you're not really upset about, you know, just do it. (laughs) Like, do what you need to do. If it doesn't make you feel good at the end of the day, don't do it. That's my advice. Um, okay, so we're gonna get into another long rambly one. There is, um, what are things to do besides stay on your phone all day? Oh, sis. Oh, sis, I have some things for you. So... I, over the summer, um, got rid of all of my social media apps for about, uh, three, two, three months or two months, um, which was really fun for me, and I wish I could go back. Um, so this is where I say the old lady hobbies, um, really help us. Any, and the old lady hobbies is just a umbrella term I use for anything that you don't need Wi-Fi for. Um, so for me... If you might know me, I talk a lot about embroidering, but I have been doing a lot of that recently. So, so anything to do without a wi- without Wi-Fi. I love embroidering, as I just said. Um, not an expert, I didn't master it, but I have been doing kind of one of those like step-by-step guides. Well, not step-by-step, but like one of those guides where they already have it like marked on the sheet for you. And, I, and this was my my mom's old project, so I'm finishing that for her, which is really fun. Um, do I suggest embroidering? Yes, but you have to have a lot of patience because everything is so tiny and I have big hands. So, if, uh, ew. 
anything with thread, basically. Um, embroidery, knitting, crocheting. I know a lot of people are, are probably rolling their eyes right now because they're like, I don't want to do that. Why are you an old lady? I'm just saying a lot of things that are just hand movements that you can see your progress afterwards it's really fulfilling there's probably a lot of guys out there that are watching this too um which by the way guys can embroider and crochet y'all step it up step it up do it um but also i get i get that it's not you know something that you would like to do anyways and also for a lot of girls it might not be something you want to do so i have a list of things to do um reading and writing you probably heard this a lot if you don't want to read and write, I'm sorry, but it is a good recommendation because reading is fun and if you want to be somewhere else for a good chunk of time, just go off into a book. It's so fun to not be in reality sometimes. You know, it is. It is really fun. Writing, I heard, I think it was Miss Buffet on the Easton High School Instagram page where she was talking about um, how one day this will be history, what we write. Um, in this time so I have been trying to do that and journal you know kind of what's happening how it's affecting me how it's affecting my financial situation I think that would be a really good idea for most of you like every day take a little chunk of your time just to talk about what's happening um, or if you don't want to talk about what's happening just journaling in general I think really helps just for you to stay focused and maybe know what day it is because I don't um <laughs> yoga um I don't okay so I know a lot of people go like went to the gym and maybe now they can't and so they're feeling guilty or they just want to like go up and do something you can create your own like workout routines or if you already know your workout routine try to incorporate that in your own home I feel like if you haven't done that already do that or like go outside and just fucking jog or something <laughs> um I also got a question, is it okay, like, to ride, uh, to ride bikes or go on a jog or walk outside, like, is that safe? Um, again, I'm not an expert, but also, if you're keeping six feet away from people, and, like, you're not in a neighborhood where everyone's outside, I think it's okay. I think that's fine. And also, I encourage to do that. Even if you live, okay, so I live, right now I'm in Denton, um, so I'm surrounded by cornfields and all other types of fields, crops. And it's really actually relaxing to go out and just walk down these roads because it's just nice. It's just nice to do and you feel better afterwards. So yeah, I suggest doing anything with physical activity. So, um, it was really windy. It was starting to get really windy. So I moved into my room. So, uh, I opened the window so maybe we'll hear a little bit of birds. Um... But yeah, now it's just in my room. No fun. Um, I think I was saying, how many of you, how long has it been since you checked in with your Nintendo dogs? Let's, let's think about that for a second. Have they died yet? Are they okay? They're probably really dirty and hungry. Um, so another one of those things that I have been doing. I, I mean, I lost my Nintendo dogs game. It might sound really funny as an 18-year-old to go back and play Nintendo games, but look, you got that Nintendo when you were maybe 11, okay? And it's still lasting, you know? Some of your phones might have been, are probably dead by this point, 
and no longer work. But your DSs, they still work. Still use them. Go check on your Nintendogs. Go back to your 2005 Animal Crossing world. Um, go back to that one weird Sims game, okay? Play those to spare some of your time. Because it's fun. It's fun to go back and be a child again. Let me tell you. Um, so, another thing that I have kind of done that I'm really... It just fascinates me. Talk to your family about your ancestors or stories about their parents because there's always like those really odd funny stories that kind of like help me go through it um not help me go through it but just help me like laugh and stuff there's this one story about uh my great grandmother my great grandmother she um her her husband was farting in the bed and it was really annoying her obviously because dude stop farting in the bed, I can smell it, um, so, <laughs> he, he continued to do this, and one night, she got fed up, and she waited until he was in REM sleep, she sewed the, um, sheet on top of him to the other sheet on the bed, and got a broom, <laughs> and hit him with it until he woke up, and she said, you will never fart in the bed with me in it again and then he didn't <laughs> but just think of this old woman by this bed quietly sewing this sheet on top of him so it can't get out and whacking him with a broom nice little story about my ancestors for you um yeah so be you know kind of go and talk to them about that because there's so many things you don't know also ancestry.com it does ask you for money, but there is a thing where you can create a family tree for no money. And a lot of times, other people of your family have made trees, so it will kind of, like, autofill or be like, oh, maybe, like, are they related to this person? And it's just really cool to see these, like, you can go back, way back in generations and see all of these people. Um, <laughs> ooh, okay, so if you have younger siblings, and I mean, like, really, really younger siblings... Um, that are kids. You know that time when you have to specify um, they're kids? Good job. Uh, I don't know if this is just me in my childhood, but my sister used to make these, like, um, seek games, like hide-and-seek games, um, where she would have a piece of paper and she would cut it up into these little puzzle pieces. And she'd be like, okay. And I'll give the first clue and then she said, okay, I'm in a cold location. And then I have to go out and, like, find a cold location. Like, oh, blah, blah, And then they'll all, like, connect to each other. So you kind of, like, place these little things in weird areas and you give them clues. This is probably a game people have been playing for years. But that's something during my childhood that, you know, if I was a child during this and I didn't want to be on my phone all day, that's probably something I would do. Do that. <laughs> um, Okay. These are all weird suggestions, but you know what? If you're bored and you're coming to a podcast to know about suggestions, you know what? You're going to get weird things. <laughs> so, also, I don't know if anyone um, did this a lot when they were a kid and also now, but I want to bring back the sentiment of having a dance party. Maybe that's just alone in your room. Maybe that's with your whole family. Maybe that's just with your sibling, your friend that you're distancing with. Um, 
not do not invite people over for a dance party dude just do it with people at your home it's so fun okay it's so fun i don't care what anyone says dance parties are a great time because you're not expected to like look like a beautiful graceful dancer just like have fun with it listen to like year 3000 by jonas brothers bob your head to it like dance with your friends or your family like it's it's a good time for everyone included um make a fort just make a fort just have a good time be a child make a fort this is the only time i think in our lives hopefully that we will be able to do dumb ridiculous things again and i want to take every opportunity to do those dumb ridiculous things um Ooh, I have teach your dog a new trick because, to be honest with you, I am not impressed by some of your dogs. So, um, when once they can roll around and have an inside voice, I, I don't want to see them. One, um, this is a joke. Uh, send me pictures of your dogs. And two, um, when I say inside voice, it's because my dogs, when they were really little, they learned a trick where... They could bark, and then we went, inside voice. And then they, like, barked, but quieter. So, yeah, try to teach your dog that. Next, next Instagram challenge. Teach your dogs tricks so Carly can be impressed with them. 2K20. Um, anyways, um, so does anyone else have a box of younger pictures of themselves in their house? Or is that just me? My mom has, like, a full-on box of pictures of, like, me and my family. And we oftentimes only go through them during, like, funerals and weddings. And, like, places that they need. They're like, oh, yeah, bring a picture for, like, a video or something. You know what? Take the time and, like, find those pictures and look through them. Because it's always a fun time to be like, oh, look at this when I was a baby. Or look at this picture from a field trip five years ago that I remember. It's always a good time. And it's okay to be nostalgic. Uh, cook. Obviously, everyone's doing that already. I didn't need to say that. But this morning, I actually made um, vegetarian cream chip beef. Which, if you haven't had cream chip beef, I don't know if I should um, recommend it to you because it's also formerly known as SOS, which is shit on a shingle. <laughs> so I know I know guys it sounds really appetizing it's really just gravy and chipped beef but vegetarian style it's any type of meat substitute you can get and gravy so I made that that was okay um I'm not a cook so it wasn't the best anyways um <laughs> clean your room I know a lot of people have probably already done this already I've seen a lot of people um reorganize their room I don't really do that because I don't have a big enough space to do that um but yeah I've been wanting to clean my room for a long time and now I have the opportunity to do so um plant obviously I'm going to talk about plants because I'm a nerd and I love plants you already knew that now I know a lot of people don't want to go out and buy plants so here's my suggestion every year me and my mom get seed packets, and a lot of times we don't use them. I bet you that like 20% um, have seed packets somewhere in their house 
they never used. Go out, get them, put them in a little bucket, put them outside, that'd be great. Or a lot of you have um, outside gardens that might have perennials in them, so they'll might have, you know, plants coming back this year. Start looking for them. Um, you might also have bulbs, little daffodils, hyacinths, crocuses. Um, look out for them because they're so pretty. And also, do your family a favor and start to weed your garden because springtime is coming and I think it's already here. Is it already here? Oh, it's already here. Uh, springtime is here. Um, and weed those gardens. Weed them. Weed those gardens. Anyways, um, so, <laughs> if it gets to that point, and I know it will, because we have like a month of school off, let me tell you, how many things are in your attic or in your basement that you just don't know about? Look through your attic and your basement. I'm not, I'm not saying like, look for creepy things, I'm just saying like, how many old stuff from your childhood are up there and you don't even know? It, it, you know? Or like the Halloween costumes? Dude. Whenever I look through the Halloween costumes bin in my attic, I'm like, this is hilarious. Why did I wear this? Also, can I still wear it? Am I... Do do I measure up to that size still? These are some things to do. You asked, and I'm going to give you some weird things to do. Um, another thing is, um, I don't know if anyone else has this. Most likely you do, but I used to be able like sing and I'm not saying I was the best singer in the world but I was and my family would always be like oh yeah let's sing together and I and I think I had a really good voice at one point and I'm not saying sing you don't have to do that but I would suggest um if you had any old old hobbies going back to them and seeing like how you, if you can pick those back up again and seeing like how that works for you because I know if I did my like singing exercises and like started singing again I'd probably be better at it than I am now um but obviously watch a movie or TV show that you've wanted to watch for a long time I'm probably gonna do with this with Dairy Girls because I've been trying to watch that and then I just haven't ever done that so like it's okay if you're not doing something productive all the time like it's okay to like watch a movie or TV series that you haven't um Obviously, this is after you do the things that you need to do in a day, but yeah, go and do those. Um, another thing you can do, and this can be homemade, or you can, you know, order or get some things and make a gift for your friend. Make a gift for people right now, because they probably really need it. Um, what you can do is you can either mail that to them, or, as I said, but I don't want to recommend this if it's not really approved but um <laughs> make the gift and just put it by their door you know give them a little gift maybe like wash your hands before you give them the gift or and or make the gift Ooh, go on a car ride let's talk about this we talked about this with a parade earlier another thing you can do make a neighborhood parade i'm just saying i think we're wasting uh the idea of a parade to only really like happy events come on let's have a quarantine parade anyways but also have a car ride create like a playlist of fun tunes to play in the car and like either get your family or just get your sibling or just by yourself of course just go on a car ride um 
have like a, you know, pull up your maps, just go down any road that you wanted to go down to and make sure you know how to get home and that you're not going through a place that is dangerous. <laughs> and, you know, it'll be a fun little activity that you can do that can make you feel a little bit normal. Um, if you're a gal or if you're a guy, who cares? If you're a man watching this and you're like, I don't want to do this because I'm too manly, fuck off and just do it if you're really that bored and you want to because sometimes it's fun. Um, and put on some makeup. Do it. Try out some new looks. Try out some old looks. Try out um, that one thing where you can make yourself look like a dog. Okay? <laughs> it's fun. Um, listen to a mu- new music or listen to a new podcast. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, um, this is not how my podcasts usually go. Um, so you're a lucky dog because you got something rare that people the first time did not get, <laughs> I guess. Um, there's a podcast that I really like called Ologies and it just talks about different like scientists and what they study. Um, you can learn everything from we had virology and then there was sexology and then there was one that I learned about why we reproduce and when we reproduce based on crickets so that's always fun I guess <laughs> but it's it's really interesting even if it's very very odd it's really really interesting um they also have one about uh the apocalypse and they also have one about laughter they also have one about butterflies so it's all really fun um and it also just makes you feel a lot smarter afterwards I have to say which is also really fun. Um, yeah, those are those are some of my requests. I also love the book Ishmael. I always talk about it. Um, read that book if you want to. I'm reading right now the Gla- the Glass Castle, which I find to be really fun. So read that if you will. That's my that's answering Q and A's of what to do. Um, someone asked me when do I think. It will all go back to normal. Um, I don't know. I'm not an expert. Um, Should I answer the question even if I don't know? Um, I don't know. But I'm going to say I feel like probably during the summer we will see the curve start to slow down, hopefully. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe July is when things will quote-unquote go back to normal but I don't think we'll ever go back to the normal that we used to have I think people will be much more precautious about viruses and um things of that sort hopefully um so um now I'm getting into the portion where I just kind of wanted to do something a little hopeful I am I'm kind of weird about saying that because some of these aren't as hopeful, but it's something that you can listen to and it's quite relaxing, I think. Um, so here is my voice saying some poetry <laughs> for all of you. Um, so yeah, give it a good listen. Some, most of it, all, 99% of it is stuff by other people I have one of my favorite poems and I have some poems out of this book that I I got a while back then one is a poem by me that um you can't see this but I I titled uh dread cake on my podcast app so 
that gives you a little insight about what that is going to look like, and I hope you like these. So, I'm going to pop out some poems real quick, <laughs> um, outside. Poem I found, um, not that while ago, and it's easily become one of my favorites, um, it's called The Two-Headed Calf, it's by Laura Gilpin, um, and it goes like this. Tomorrow when the farm boys find this freak of nature, they will wrap his body in newspaper and carry him to the museum. But tonight he is alive and in the north field with his mother. It is a perfect summer evening, the moon rising over the orchard, the wind in the grass, and as he stares into the sky, there are twice as many stars as usual. Okay, so this next one isn't as... Um, comforting. <laughs> um, I know that, you know, some people, uh, you might say pessimistic, but some people just like the idea of the end of the world. And that sounds so bad, I know, but some people, you know, just like to have fun with it, you know, go out with a bang. So I wrote this poem, <laughs> and it kind of reflected, it was, it was the state address, um, with Hogan... He's talking about um, non-essential businesses closing. I don't know why, but that's when it really struck in me that this was, like, really, really serious. And I have taken this seriously. I have been isolating. But that's when it kind of hit me as this um, thing that would change the course of our futures. So... I, um, I wrote this, and what I usually tend to do with poems is I go on a weird tangent based on one detail that I wrote about. Um, and this detail was basically a huge metaphor, as in our life as humans was like a candle lit on a mantle. It does not have a title, because I wrote it only a few days ago. Um, so, in all of its pretension, here's my poem. Um, so, it goes like this. This life is just some grandeur and mantle, holding a supposed everlasting pillar of wax, upright in the center display, lit only at the top as a normal candle should. But now, we have set it astray on its side, scratched out the bottom just to find the wick. And now we have it lit at both ends. Only a red clump remains. A swollen, decapitated thumb sitting there in the center. For our enjoyment on the mantle. Yet we still keep this alight for the sake of admiring the glow. But what is said for the garland as it sits aside this bloody candle? It surely will set ablaze. We should expect this also from the mantle, the fireplace, the chimney. When the fire is done its tune, this house would then just be some charred, hardened wood in an empty field. This is the end we are singing for, oblivious, as we prance around the fire, guiding the direction of the flame to the walls around us. But hell, for the sake of watching the flame lick up our house, we might as well become complacent and throw our buckets of water out the front door. Isn't it nice? Isn't it nice? Just a, just a dreadful little poem with some birds in the background. Hope you liked it. <laughs>
I hope you didn't get too sad. So this is from the book, um, Reflections on a Gift of Watermelon Pickle. <laughs> I got it from, um, it's a place called The Book Thing in Baltimore. And I've gone there twice with my bestest friend, Sophie Bachelor, which you can find her on episode one of Book Talk. Um, yeah, so we went there, and it's basically this place where you can pick up uh, free books and give them old books. So I got this from there. It's a little bent up, it's a little old, but it's still great. It's still a good book. So, um, this is a poem con called Gone Forever, which, um, it's not as... <laughs> As dreadful as it sounds, I know I'm reading, like, weird poems, but, you know, I think poetry can be optimistic and pessimistic, and there can be little elements of both in each, so, this is Gone Forever, and it's by, uh, Barris Mills. Halfway through shaving, it came, the word for a poem. I should have scribbled it on the mirror with a soapy finger, or shouted it to my wife in the kitchen, or muttered it to myself till it ran in my head like a tune. But now it's gone with the whiskers, down the drain, gone forever, like the girls I never kissed, the, and the places I never visited, the lost lives I never lived. For my AP Lit friends, you might remember the plum poem, <laughs> which this book has the plum poem, and I'm not going to read it because I don't, I don't really care for that poem. Like, I like it, but I don't care that much about it, so only Jay Baringer should read that poem. Um, so this is Summons by Robert Francis. Keep me from going to sleep too soon. Or if I go to sleep too soon, come wake me up. Come any hour of night. Come whistling up the road. Stomp on the porch. Bang on the door. Make me get out of bed and come and let you in and light to light. Tell me the northern lights are on and make me look. Or tell me clouds are doing something to the moon they never did before. And show me. See that I see. Talk to me till I'm half as wide as wake as you are, then start to dress, wondering why I ever went to bed at all. Tell me the walking is superb. Not only tell me, but persuade me. You know I'm not too hard persuaded. Nice. So, yeah. And also, someone asked about sleep schedules, and that reminded me of that, because my sleep schedule is just sleeping as much as I can, which isn't good. Sometimes I just feel like sleeping. <laughs> this is like weird bird sounds. You should be. How dare you? How dare you not like the birds? Anyways. <laughs> this is a poem called The Forecast by Dan Jaff. I hope that's his name. This is The Forecast. Perhaps our age has driven us indoors. We sprawl in the semi darkness dreaming sometimes of a vague world spinning in the wind. But we have snapped our locks, pulled down our shades, 
taking all precautions. We shall not be disturbed. If the earth shakes, it will be on a screen. And if the prairie wind spills down our streets and covers us with leaves, the weatherman will tell us. Perfect little poem for our current conditions. So those were all the poems from Reflection on Gift of Watermelon Pickle. Those, those are the most of the poems that I have today. But I thought we could all enjoy some little poems, little ditties, um, little bops. So we all don't go crazy. Or maybe this is our version of crazy. Anyways, <laughs> thank you. Okay, so I think this is the end of this episode. Um, I I don't I'm not one for Instagram challenges, but I thought this would maybe be fun if um, if any of you do do these things that I've I've said maybe you would do. Maybe it's you watch a movie that I. I recommended or a TV show or you had a dance party or you know you went through old pictures that you could um, post a picture on your story or on your actual Instagram if you wanted to uh, with hashtag folk talk and hashtag Carly list Carly's list of things to do um, and you know I think that'd be really fun I might even do one myself Maybe of me being really stupid and have a dance party with my dog or something. Um, as I said, I'm not one for Instagram uh, story things, but I think maybe it would be fun and maybe it would just be a, a thing that people can look at and have fun with and maybe it will promote my podcast even more. So, hey, all for that. Um, if you would follow this and like this or you know share it with a friend or um leave a review i'd really appreciate it um thank you for coming and listening i hope you're staying healthy and well and remember i'm gonna say it even though everyone and their mom has probably said it to you wash your hands try to stay inside if you do have to go inside keep your distance and remember do not um hog any supplies that other people might need. Just be cautious of people around you. Um, Try to stay compassionate and caring during these times. And, you know, if you ever need to talk to anyone, and it doesn't have to be a serious thing, but if you just want to talk to me about what I said in the podcast or maybe um, all of that stuff, give me a ring, text me, DM me, um... Um, also, just as a little side note, I'm thinking, you know, that I might want to continue these episodes of Folk Talk. Um, if you have a unique experience that you want to talk about, also text me, email me, whatever you want to do, um, and I will get back to you. I'm thinking for the next few weeks that I might have to, um, do interviews over the phone, and I'm also thinking if you guys would like it, I would do maybe a live stream with one of my old guests and we would just kind of talk about what's going on maybe save that to my profile um as a little folk talk special for you know all of the bored times we're having right now uh so thank you everyone again stay safe and yeah
I'm gonna have a little high five with myself because I usually do that at the end of the episode. Okay, <laughs> that was really awkward um, to see me clapping myself. Okay, goodbye. Stay safe. Mm-hmm.